I want you to go with me to the book of Numbers, chapter 11. Amen. I'm not planning on preaching very long. Of course, I'm just not planning on it. I don't want to say something and get it out there and then regret that I said it. But I'm not planning on it. But there's something the Holy Ghost wants to take care of for some folks tonight. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, there's going to be some people walk out of here with a new mindset in Jesus' name. Praise God. Not just a new emotion, not just a new heart, but a new mindset. The book of Numbers, chapter 11. Musicians, don't go too far. If you'll, if you'll stay, I'll be more tempted to do what I said earlier. And the Lord said unto Moses... Is the Lord's hand waxed short? Thou shalt see now whether my word shall come to pass unto thee or not. God said, I'm getting ready to show you all the stuff I've been telling you I was going to do. It's getting ready to be more than what you hear, and it's going to be what you see. Amen. Thou shalt see now whether my word, I told you about it. I told you it was going to happen, but now you're going to see it. And Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord. You see, that's where I'm at tonight. We've heard God talk about it. We've heard preachers preach about it. We've heard prophets prophesy about it. And I think God sent me here to tell somebody You've heard it enough. It's time to see it now. And Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord and gathered the 70 men of the elders of the people and set them round about the tabernacle. And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him and took the spirit that was upon him and gave it unto the 70 elders. I'm going to tell you, God's getting ready to do something that there's not enough preachers in the house to make it happen. Some of you folks that never dreamed about being preachers, you don't have to be preachers to do something for God. God's getting ready to let an anointing come on you, and you're going to walk in something in the Holy Ghost that you've never experienced before. And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him and took the spirit that was on him and gave it to the 70 elders. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested on them, they prophesied and did not cease. But there remained two of the men in the camp. The name of the one was Eldad and the name of the other was Medad. And the Spirit rested upon them, and they were of them that were written, but went not out unto the tabernacle, and they prophesied in the camp. The one group did it in the house of God, but it got to be so much that it couldn't be contained in the house of God, and it went out of the tabernacle into the camp. Over to God. 
How many would like to have a miracle service in your living room one night this week? How many like to lay hands on somebody in your front yard and then get the Holy Ghost this week? What I'm talking about can't be contained in the walls of a building. It goes out. prophesied in the camp we're seven miles from the camp I wish there'd be a whole lot of prophesying going on there and Joshua the son of Nun the servant of Moses wait let me go back to verse number 27 and there ran a young man and told Moses and said Eldad and Medad do prophesy in the camp and Joshua the son of Nun the servant of Moses one of his young men answered and said my lord Moses Forbid them. Stop them. They don't have a preacher card. They never applied for an app, made an application for a preacher's license. What do they think they're doing? Stop them. And Moses said, envious thou for my sake? You think I'm upset that somebody's doing something for God in the camp? I would to God that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them I wish it was more than just two I wish it was everybody oh God amen I, I, I've tried to trick you a little bit and preach a lot of my foundation while I was reading the text <laughs> amen it's not, a very good, it's not a very good strategy when you tell your strategy, is it? I'm going to preach about the church of prophets. The church of prophets. Amen. I hope when we leave that Bethlehem is a church of prophets tonight. And not just tonight in here, but out in the camp out in the workplace, out in the schoolyard, in the parking lot of the shopping center, at the restaurant, at the grocery store, at the gas station, in your front yard, in your backyard, in your neighbor's yard, in your living room. I pray that when we walk out of here, we walk out of here an army so anointed of the Holy Ghost and full of the power of God that the revival we're feeling in here right now goes all over this countryside. Hey, come on, somebody. Are we in a church of prophets tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated for a few moments. Amen. I understand that the term prophet conjures up a whole lot of ideas. We think about men like Elijah sitting by a brook being fed by ravens. Or we think about John the Baptist with grasshopper legs sticking out of his beard with honey matted all over the place. The prophet has always walked a line between the eccentric and the holy. They traversed the chasm between the unconventional and the sanctified. When a true prophet walks into the house of God, it's met 
by expectation and anxiety. The expectation is born of the likelihood that something powerful will happen. The anxiety comes that that man might see what's really going on in my life and I don't necessarily want it out there. Exhilaration meets apprehension. Joy intersects uneasiness. But be that as it may, with all the implications associated with the term, amen, I want you to know that every single person in this place prophesies every day of your life. Not in the sense that we open our mouths and reveal secrets only known to God or some deep revelation. But make no mistake about it, every one of us prophesies something every single day. The people complained that God had brought them into the wilderness to die of hunger. And they were sick of manna that God had sent them. The Lord was offended that the people didn't appreciate how he provided for them. Let me tell you right now, we need to be careful how we complain about the things that God has blessed us with. Amen. Praise God. But nonetheless, the children of Israel complained about the manna. And so the Lord had a conversation with Moses. He said, is my hand waxed short? Do you think that I can't do more than what I've been doing? Do you think that my arm isn't long enough to reach out and to move in this situation? You're going to see right now that all the things that I've told you about are getting ready to come to pass. The promises I made are going to happen. The things that I said I would do, I'm getting ready to do it. You've heard about it, but now you're going to see it. Amen. And so Moses went out and told the people, God told me to tell you that all the things that you've been hearing about, not only are you going to hear about it, you're getting ready to see it. Praise God. I'm telling you, we've prophesied revival. We've talked about revival. And thank God we've had some revival. But I'm telling you, what we've seen in the month of February is just a warm-up for what God's getting ready to do through some of you. Not through me, through you. Can I tell you the revival we're having right now isn't because I'm a preacher. It's because you're a soul winner. It's because some mamas have been praying for their children and grandchildren and believing God and being faithful and not giving up even when it looked like it was impossible. Your faithfulness prophesied your revival. Oh, hallelujah. Can I cut to the chase tonight? And can I tell you that it was your, their actions that prophesied what God was going to do. Moses was not jealous that God used somebody besides him to bring a move of God into the camp. And can I tell you that I love it when I get a phone call and somebody says, Pastor, I've been talking to somebody and they're ready to be baptized. Amen. You know what I got to hear this morning or this afternoon? Man, I was so excited. Where'd Brother Daniel go? He may be, Brother, hey, come up here, Brother Daniel. Amen. Brother Daniel was teaching a Bible study in the office right next to where I was at getting ready for tonight. And I, and I was just going about my business and I heard something go from the office on the left side of my office. 
until I heard some noise and tongue talking going on in the prayer room. And Brother Daniel's home Bible study that was taking place in that room turned into a baptism service. Amen. Brother Daniel, keep teaching Bible studies. Don't stop. Your work is prophesying. Your revival, your effort, the fact that you're willing to do it is prophesying. You're prophesying your own revival by what you do. Let me tell you, it's not what you say, it's what you do that prophesies your revival. Your hand clap when everything's going wrong in your life, but you still find a way to raise your hand. That hand raised prophesies a blessing of God coming on your life. When you've had a rough week and you fought the devil all week long and you wanted just to sleep in and get some rest, but you woke up and you found your way to the house of God when you didn't feel like it, when you didn't feel like getting out, when you didn't want to go, but you made yourself that effort to get up and come to the house of God, prophesied a move of the Holy Ghost in your life. You are a prophet. You understand what I'm saying right now? Do you get what I'm saying? Everything we do will either prophesy our victory or our demise. That's why I made up my mind. I'm going to worship even when I don't feel like it. Even when things are going wrong in my life. Even when I got questions that I don't understand and I'm dealing with issues that I can't see my way. I'm still going to be a worshiper because my worship will prophesy. I've come to tell somebody we're stepping into a dimension of revival that's going to come by our actions, not our words. God said, I told you for years you were going to have it. I told you backsliders were coming back. I told you that seeds planted when they were little babies are going to come to fruition. And I've come to tell the people it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. But you got to prophesy it. You got to prophesy it. You got to prophesy it by your actions. That's why it's important. Whether you like the song or not, when it's time to worship, you got to worship. Because what you're doing is you're prophesying a move of the Holy Ghost. You're laying a deposit in heaven's bank. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shout with you. Because you got some family members you've been praying for. And you kept right on coming to church. You know what I'm going to do with you right now? I'm going to prophesy them coming and getting right with God by my worship with this man right now. That his mom and dad are coming back. And his sisters are coming back. I'm going to prophesy it by my praise even when I don't see it. Because I'm a prophet. What I do makes an effect in the kingdom of God. What I do today, what I do today affects my tomorrow. Do not get weary in well-doing. Be not weary in well-doing. Be not weary in well-doing. For in due season, you will reap if you faint not. You're a prophet. So I'm going to keep on praising and I'm gonna keep on worshiping, and I'm gonna keep on praying, and I'm gonna keep on coming, and I'm gonna keep on talking about it, 
and I'm going to keep on reaching for it because every time I do, I'm putting a word of prophecy in my future. listening to these songs that, uh, that we've been singing tonight. And I've been looking back on some things that I said this morning. And, and we sing the song, I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. I've sang I'm an overcomer when I was overcome. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You sang I got the victory when you didn't have the victory. You're saying, I've been delivered when you weren't delivered yet. You know what you were doing? You were prophesying something into your future. The Bible said, let the weak say. The Bible said, let the weak say, I am strong. Does that mean that the Bible's telling you to lie? you're weak to say out you're strong even though you is the Bible telling you to lie know what the Bible's telling you to do is prophesy your strength and prophesy your deliverance and prophesy your breakthrough that's why when you feel broken and you open your mouth and say I am an overcomer what you're doing is you're planting a seed in your tomorrow that when it's watered with prayer, it's going to grow into strength. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I, 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 I let it quiet down for just a second because I don't want you to miss what I'm getting ready to say and let it be lost in the noise. But what I really wish would happen tonight, Brother Benny, you know what I really wish would happen? That the people that came through those doors, burdened and struggling and defeated and worried and stressed out and depressed and anxious and broken and confused, would get a hold of what I'm preaching and begin to speak. positive things over their life. Instead of always speaking negative, instead of always saying, I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I'll survive this. Let me tell you, I know you're going to make it. I know you're going to do it, and I know you're going to survive it because the God that I served has never let anybody down yet. And as long as you keep pressing and keep moving forward and keep trying, God's going to give you the victory. But you got to speak it out. You're a prophet. You got to speak it out. You got to speak it out with your faithfulness, with your prayer, with your worship. So what I really wish is somebody that's dealing with something in your life and you don't know what's going to happen. I want you to just speak. I am strong. I'm an overcomer. I'm more than a conqueror. You got to speak it. If you don't speak it, it's never going to happen. You got to open your mouth and plant the seed of faith. The word of faith is nigh thee even in thy mouth. The power of life 
and death is in your tongue, but you got to use the power in your mouth. You got to speak it out. I wish everybody in this place were a prophet right now. My son's coming back. My son's coming back. My son's coming back. My son's coming back. My dad's coming back. My mama's coming. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help somebody out here. My, my marriage is going to get better. My marriage is going to be blessed. My health is going to be better. I'm going to be touched by God. You got to, somebody ought to open your mouth right now and begin to speak it out. Talking to a church of prophets tonight. Jesus said, say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. Sometimes you've got to look at your impossible situation and open your mouth and talk to it and put it in its place and put it under subjection to God. So if you've got a mountain, you ought to start talking to it right now. Addiction, you're getting out of my life right now. Anxiety and depression, you're getting out of my life tonight. Marriage trouble, you're, devil, you're getting your hands off of my family tonight. I'm a prophet. I'm in a church of prophets. And I'm speaking the word of God and dominion over my life. I'm tired of being a punching bag for the devil and being at the mercy of everything around me. I'm taking control through the Holy Ghost. And I'm speaking the word of God over my life today. Come on, you got to do more than clap. You got to talk. You got to say it. There's some things some of you want to say, but you're afraid somebody will overhear. So what I'm going to have them do, I'm going to have them play just as loud and fast or whatever they're doing as they can so you don't have to worry about somebody hearing you claim your impossibility for God. And I want you to speak it out in Jesus' name. Come on, just let it rip.
Patton, there's this lady in the Bible that had a son. It was a miracle. But one day the boy got a headache. And he was dying. And there was nothing they could do. So the woman got the old donkey out and said, I'm going to the man of God. And when she rode that donkey to the man of God, he asked a question. How is it? And what she didn't say, that baby you promised me is dying of a brain aneurysm right now. It don't look good. I'm only here because everything in my world is falling apart. But when he said, how's it going? She said, it is well. And by the time the sun went down, the boy was out playing and acting like he was supposed to. Because sometimes you just have to speak by faith. You got to prophesy. You got to speak it. You got to talk about it. You got to open your mouth and put it out there.
clap your hands just for a moment. Come on, let's get into it just for a second. Come on, give him a high praise just for a moment. Hallelujah! Come on, there's something pushing right now. Hallelujah! Come on, receive it in the name of Jesus. Whatever you need right now, the Holy Ghost, whatever it is. Hallelujah! Let God touch you. Let God anoint you. Come on, there's something in this place happening at the moment. Come on, push, push, push. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost anointing on this place. Come on, let a dance happen in this place. Hallelujah. Let a dance come out of your spirit. That dance that you let go right now might be just what gets your family in this place. Hallelujah. Just let go for a moment. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I don't know what you're feeling in this place tonight, but it's an awesome power of anointing. Come on, let's. Get your hands together. Somebody's about to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost in this place. Somebody's about to receive deliverance in this house. Come on, there it is. That's the Holy Ghost. There it is. There's your blessing. Some things out in this place. 
you, Jesus. Man, it's hard to close a service like this. But if there's anything that you need, you might as well step your way on down here. We got the anointing. Oh, we'll anoint you right now. Come on, there's a power and there's just something in this place. We'll step out in faith right now. Come on, if you need to be baptized in Jesus' name, I encourage you to be baptized in Jesus' name. If you've never been down in the water for the remission of your sins, go get washed. Go get clean. Come out a new creature. Come on, I'm going to push you to get baptized because I believe there's a few people in this place that need to go down in the water. You've been dealing with some things. Some things have been going on. And you need to get washed by the blood of the Spirit of Jesus in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's only by the name of Jesus. No title's going to save you. No title's going to cleanse you. No title's going to wash you. It's by the name of Jesus. It's by the power and the anointing of the name of Jesus. No father's going to save you. No son's going to save you. No spirit's going to It's by his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can do whatever you want to at this moment, but there's just something in the Holy Ghost right now that is trying to push some of you to step out and encourage you into some different things in life. Hallelujah. Come on, the Holy Ghost is reaching someone right now. Lift your hands just for a moment. Reach over and pray for one another. Pray a blessing on your brother or your sister. God unifies this one, oh God. God, let us come together as a body in this place. Come on, that sounds good. There's unity in this house. We're all in one body, one accord, and in one place. And the Holy Ghost has came down in this house. something just pushing there's just no easy way to close the service at the moment there's something still here there's something still pressing and anointing in this house the devil is attacking every single one of us individually there's so much warfare in each one of us he wants us disunified he does not want us to stand together at this time right now that is the last thing that we have to do we cannot let the devil get in our heads and get in our families and get in our church because the devil is a liar come on you heard the devil is a liar come to kill, steal, and destroy. But my God has stepped in this place to heal, renew, revive, and give you what you need in this place. Come on, lift your voices for a moment.
Come on, declare out victory in this place. Come on, just pick your feet up and destroy him right now.